today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in Matthew chapter 26. There's a lot of depth in this chapter, and so we're going to go through it as thoroughly as we can. And then next week, we're going to pick up in chapter 27 and chapter 28 and end the gospel of Matthew. Now, picking up in chapter 26, this begins the plot against Jesus. It can also be found in the gospel of Mark and Luke. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, As you know, the Passover is two days away, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and they plotted to arrest Jesus in some sly way and kill him. But not during the feast, they said, or there may be a riot among the people. Now Jesus is anointed in Bethany. While Jesus was in Bethany in the home of a man known as Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste, they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. I tell you the truth, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. The next part of this chapter is entitled, Judas Agrees to Betray Jesus. It can be found in the Gospel of Mark and Luke. Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asked, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? So they counted out for him thirty silver coins. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. Now, in regard to the 30 pieces of silver, I want to go back to the Old Testament and look at a couple references there. One of them is in the minor prophet Zechariah in chapter 11, in the story of the two shepherds, also with the two staffs called favor and union. And we talked about this at that point as well. But this is when he was separating. And it says, I told them, if you think it best, give me pay. But if not, Keep it. So they paid me 30 pieces of silver. And the Lord said to me, Throw it to the potter, the hand, some price at which they priced me. So I took the 30 pieces of silver and threw them into the house of the Lord to the potter. So the 30 pieces of silver is the price of a slave among the Israelites in ancient times. It's also a way to indicate a trifling amount. But you will remember that Jesus took on that burden for us, that he was ransomed instead of us. And so the 30 pieces of silver was paid because he literally became a slave to sin in replace of our slavery to sin. We also know from Exodus chapter 21 in the law in regard to exchanging a fee for a life. It says in chapter 21, verse 30, if a payment is demanded of him, he may redeem his life by paying whatever is demanded. This law also applies 
If the bull gores a son or daughter, if the bull gores a male or female, the owner must pay 30 shekels of silver to the master of the slave. The bull must be stoned in this case, but the payment, the ransom, is the 30 pieces of silver. Now back to chapter 26 of Matthew, and this is the Lord's Supper. And of course, we've talked about this in great detail in our discussion of the Passover and the resurrection. It can be found in the Gospel of Mark and Luke as well. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, Go into the city, a certain man there, and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him, one after another, surely not I, Lord. Jesus replied, the one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. So here Jesus says about Judas Iscariot, it would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. And Jesus answered, Yes, it is you. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood, the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Now we've discussed this last supper in detail in the Passover and resurrection, like I said, but he says to take and eat. This is my body that has been broken for you. And then he says, drink, drink this wine from the cup. It is my blood that has been poured out. And then, like I said, it ended when they sung a hymn. And it's very interesting because not much is discussed about them singing together, praising God the Father. And it says in the footnotes of my Bible, which obviously has been greatly researched by biblical scholars, it says that they sung Psalm 115 through 118. I encourage you to go read those four Psalms, 115, 116, 117, and 118. We know that Psalm 118 begins with, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Then picking up in verse 31, Jesus predicts Peter's denial. This can also be found in the Gospel of Mark and the Gospel of Luke. Then Jesus told them, This very night you will fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. And that's from Zechariah chapter 13, verse 7. 
But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. I tell you the truth, Jesus answered. This very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him. And he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. This is so heartbreaking. Jesus, these words are written in red. Jesus says, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. And he asks them, stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and he prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. So here Jesus teaches us how to pray. As we go through the things that are hard in this life, the things that refine us, maybe they make us stronger, maybe they cause us to draw closer to our Father. Here Jesus is going forward knowing that he will be paying the price for our sins, that he will be taking on the weight of the world to endure alone, to be ransomed for us. And he says, my soul is overwhelmed to the point of death. If it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. But if not, your will be done and not mine. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Remember, he had just said, stay, help me keep watch. He found them asleep. Could you men not keep watch with me for one hour, he asked? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. So he says, this is a very important time for you to be praying, not a time for you to be sleeping, because though your spirit may be willing to follow me, your flesh will be weak. He went away a second time and prayed, my father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. So he says it again, Father, your will, not mine. And when he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is near, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. And then this is the part where Jesus is arrested. It can also be found in the Gospel of Mark and Luke. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd, armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. 
Jesus replied, Friend, do what you came for. Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. The Gospel of John tells us that this was Peter that cut off the soldier's ear. Put your sword back in its place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. So here Jesus says, if we live by the sword, we die by the sword. Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? At that time, Jesus said to the crowd, am I leading a rebellion that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sit at the temple courts teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place, that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. And all the disciples deserted him and fled. We know this is specifically a reference to Zechariah, also to all of the other prophets as well. Also, in regard to the man's ear, we know that from the Gospel of Luke in chapter 22 that Jesus heals this man's ear and makes it whole. Now, picking up in verse 57, this is Jesus before the Sanhedrin. It can also be found in Mark and John. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance. Right up to the courtyard of the high priest, he entered and sat down with the guards to seek the outcome. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so they could put him to death, but they did not find any, though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward and declared, this fellow said, I'm able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Christ, the son of God. Yes, it is as you say, Jesus replied. But I say to all of you, in the future, you will see the son of man sitting at the right hand of the mighty one and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look, now you have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death, they answered. Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him and said, Prophesy to us, Christ, who hit you. Now this portion of the chapter is entitled, Jesus is disowned by Peter. It can be found in Mark, Luke and John. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them, for your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses on himself, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. 
Immediately, a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word of Jesus that he had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And then he went outside and he wept bitterly. The words of Jesus were fulfilled. So with that, we end Matthew chapter 26. And we will pick up next time with chapter 27 and 28 to end the gospel of Matthew.